We'll find out right after this. Afternoon Talk uh-huh. on SAFM. Right, so there we are. The Yes, yeah, so how in fact do you, do you get to creating these apps? And that's what we're going to talk about now. By the way, if you have any questions that you may want to ask on any of these issues, feel free to do just that uh, anywhere. Right. I've got two guests. Um, uh, Doran Hanan is the financial director. At, uh, that's at Door Pro Media. Doran, good, good of you to come in. Hi. We also have David Whitaker, who's the IT director at, uh, at the same company, of course, uh, Door Pro Media. David, good of you to come good in day. as well, indeed. Thank you but who, who do I start with here? We're saying people desperately keen to get into making apps. Who do, who's going to start first here? Well, in uh, terms of development, I'd be the person to speak to. Okay. Um, to start off, uh, you've got to have a bit of development back- background. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do it yourself. You could find a friend. You could find a company to do it for you. Um, it all starts with an idea, um, a concept. And once you have your concept, you've got to um, go right through. It can get confusing sometimes for a developer to actually um, keep sight of where he's going mm-hmm. with uh, the application. So, so if I have an idea, and I'm sure I have, and so there's thousands of people listening right now, but I have no background in it. I've got the vision, I've got the dream, as you suggest, but, but that's all I have. Okay. Is, I mean, can I do it on my own, or is that being ridiculous? There are um, there are websites and web applications that can assist you in doing predefined applications. So if you just want a presence for your company on mobile, you have free websites that do that for you and generate your own website for that matter. Um, where we come in and where it's important is that we're putting all our time and effort into research and development into how far we can take app technology and how it is for our businesses that or our clients come to us and how can further their either their marketing or their just utility for the business. Okay, so they can do it on their own or you guys can show them. That just uh, it probably is successful if you guys are getting people coming to you. Doran Hanan, talk to me about that. I mean the, the response from you know people coming to use you guys. Um, well we get a lot of people. Mainly a lot of our clients basically have done like in house apps for we haven't really done anything in the market for the man on the street. A lot of our apps have been developed purely for luck, for staff inside a company. But is that is that for, for staff within your company or within oh, other no, companies? No. Other companies. Okay, so for staff that's interesting. Let let's just I mean let's even go um, back. Yeah, carry on. You want uh, to say? well what I was gonna say is you basically get two types of apps. You get an app basically that would relate to a specific business. Say so I want an app that tells my staff about how much stock I have of an art and when mm. he's going out and selling it. And then you have an app that would relate to the general public, which would go directly at the target market. Okay. So so now, okay, we've ascertained, if, if you want to go back to that original point, uh, David, that so you made the point that you need to have some background at least, right? Education these days... Yeah. As you know, with education, we're getting further and further. Um, I mean, accounts is not the same as accounts 10 years ago. Um, and it would be nice to see a lot more schools, which is happening at the moment, um, doing more advanced programming, not just the usual basics, although they are very important. Um, I believe it would be great for the generations coming, which they are, to start concentrating on mobi- mobile application development because it's becoming such an important part mm-hmm. of our lives. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so your company then, right, do you in fact provide the service for others who have ideas to develop apps but they can't do it themselves and therefore they come to you and you offer the service at a price 
or do you in fact train them to become app developers in their own right? We don't do training currently. Obviously, for every startup company, we as you know, eventually want to get to that point. Um, sorry, what was the first question? Well, well, one is, you know, if oh, you're training you them, then do you then create the apps for them? So I come to yeah. you because I have an idea and I don't know what else to do when I come to you. We have three times three types of apps that we develop in terms of one we have the client come come to us and we develop it for them for a price two we join up because we're a small startup we have a lot of opportunity we say right you know we'll develop the application for you and we'll carry on together and thirdly um, we develop apps which are in current um, we can't really speak about it yet because it's not at that point but uh, that will service and service the public. Okay, so, so maybe so, some examples, uh, Doran, in terms of companies who've come to you, or people who've come to you and you've created them, and now they're worth talking about. Um, I don't have anything at this very present that I can actually talk about, because I haven't like spoken to the clients, so I don't know if I can actually discuss okay, that. Okay, um, can, can you tell us anything? <laughs> Um, in terms of development, well, we've got two exciting applications that are coming, which are public-facing applications. Um, the one is called Walk In, um, so it's Walk with an N. Um, we we're not going to say much about it now, unfortunately. We wish we could, <laughs> but mm-hmm. soon it'll come, and everyone's going to hear about it. Um, and that's it, really. Um, a lot. Look, we sign a lot of NDAs, unfo- like for yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Until you know, um, there are bigger development companies that, I mean, for them, this is you know, we have a different type of relation relationship with our clients. So, what, what, what that is your unique selling point? I mean, Darren, if people came to you, or oh, exactly the point that David said, they had lots of choices of going to different companies. So, so why would they come to you? What's what's so special uh, in terms of what you can deliver? I would say one of our strongest luck points is that as a company we are a cross-platform development company mm-hmm. where a lot of other companies like specialize maybe in um, iPhone development or iOS or Android specifically mm-hmm. or Windows we specialize in getting the app out across all the platforms so that I'm not going to discuss development because that's David's <laughs> speciality <laughs> You know, it's just I'm, I'm looking more. at it now, and, I've, and I mean, I've, I've obviously had the pleasure of using different phones from Samsung, uh, the S4 to BlackBerry 10, and, and, and blah blah blah. And I see now, even now, the BlackBerry's only got the uh, the Skype available. I think maybe today or yesterday, uh, right? Uh, which, so you tend to get this. I'm talking of the Z10 specifically, right? So, so to div- and they always say the delay comes because it needs to be developed very very specifically to their operating system. So to do it across all platforms is that is that easier? If, if so, then why aren't others doing it? I believe it's faster, and there are a lot of people doing it. Um, there are performance issues, which people have, you know, it's usually the first question they ask. And um, if you've developed it in the correct way, and if, if, if it serves its purpose, then it is right to get it across all platforms. To develop across platform application, it starts off with initial development of the actual application, and then it needs to be catered for each environment. So there is more work there, and at the end of the day, you will be individually servicing each um, revision of your software. Within, within those different platforms, uh, yeah. 100%. All right, so I mean, people have asked, and I've just picked up some of the comments. The obvious one is uh, if, if they came to you with an idea and you made the point about non-disclosures, and I say, okay, fine. Uh, Doran, I mean, what, what sort of costs are involved? I mean, I have an idea, and I want to come to you. 
Yeah, well, um, costing is always based on the complexity of the application. So we'd obviously base the cost on how much time it's going to take our developers to develop that app. Okay, so but say ballpark, I mean, just, just very roughly. Um, if you were just developing a native application, which is just for one platform, then you'd be looking at something around 30,000 Rand. And then, I mean, if you're looking at a complex cross-platform application, it can run into the hundreds. As much as that. Okay. Yeah. So, so those then, you know, one, one are established companies who obviously uh, just, just want to create an app as a service. I'm thinking of the banks, right? Yeah. But the other are, are people who, who think they, they're thinking entrepreneurial to say, hold it, I can, you know, maybe create a business out of this thing, but I don't know how to do it myself, but I have the ideas. I mean, is there scope for that? David? 100%. Um, we've already we're already in progress with uh, a few. Well, we've got a partner, let's say, for one of our projects, and we, you know, we we have our intellectual property as the application, and you know, eventually in two years with the correct effort and the correct content, and also a lot of content, a lot of effort, <laughs> um, it'll become a business. Because ultimately, that's what it is. It's a service to a pub to the public. If okay, you're which, about that, which basically gets me thinking as we sort of wrap up now that. Besides you guys, as you're in the business of creating apps, but, but is there money to be made from, from owning an app? Absolutely. Can, can, can you monetize that? millionaires overseas, America, you've had a lot of startups. But, but, but in this country? Um, in, this com- in this country, you have to remember that we're still at an early stage. Like, there have not been a lot of apps developed in South Africa. Mm-hmm. This is still quite new to the market. A lot of apps on people's phones are internationally made Indeed, yeah, but yeah. there's a big demand and there will be a lot of money made in apps made specifically for South Africa mm-hmm. tell you what next week we'll do something <laughs> the top 10 South African apps the way I see it I think it'll be very interesting indeed let's uh, D- D- David I mean your thoughts Can, uh, making money in terms of making money well I think ultimately if you, if you have a good idea and you want to build an application and you feel it's going to work it's all about the time and the effort, and as well as the money, if that's the case, or you find a friend. Okay, and the question is how much money, as you Doran said, <laughs> millions, we'll see about that. Okay, that's where we're going to leave it. Thanks so much for your time, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's uh, Doran Hanan, that. who's the financial director of the company DoorPro Media, which is spelled D-A-W-P-R-O, DoorPro Media. And then David Whitaker is the IT director of the same company, DoorPro Media. Thanks so much for your Thanks time. Thanks for your time. Thanks a lot. Lots more to come. We'll chat to Tony Rubin, putting him in the spotlight. Uh, and I did make the point that I, I read of some of the apps that are uh, basically free. I look at some of the apps that are paid. I'm talking about iPad, iPhone apps rather, or Apple apps specifically. We'll try and do that maybe just after the news at 3. Let's get to the news first at 3 o'clock.